Did you know that if you're born again, that God is your Father? And God's your Father who takes care of birds, who don't have jobs, who don't have savings accounts. Uh, how much more will He take care of you? Uh, I encourage you to tune into this broadcast where we're going to help you see that your Father is, has abundant care for you. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. I want to welcome you again today to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living where we're talking about the enemies of prosperity. You know, 3 John 2 says, God wants us to prosper above all things and that we be in health uh, even as our souls prosper. And so, uh, you know, I've been in ministry now for uh, over 40 years and uh, I've experienced people who've uh, seen the promises of God about prosperity, but they've just struggled in, in these things being real in their lives. And so it's been a passion of mine to, uh, all right, Lord, what's the, what's the problem? It seems like some people are giving consistently. It seems like uh, people are, uh, you know, in some, uh, doing some principles of stewardship. But why is it that they're struggling with finances? And, you know, I believe that the things that we're sharing are, are going are gonna to help you and also help uh, your loved ones and friends that you want to prosper. Maybe your children or grandchildren. Uh, man, just I just encourage you to, you know, get this series. I mean, man, go online to gregmore.com and get this series about the enemies of prosperity. And, uh, man, I, I know it'll be a blessing to you and I know it'll help you because I've seen real results from the things that, that, I'm sh that we're sharing here. So uh, before I get into today's message, I want to tell you a funny, and this is, this is, a, a, grand, this is a, a grandchildren funny. Uh, by, it's the perspective of grandparents from, a, from grandchildren's uh, uh, thoughts. So a, a grandmother was telling her little granddaughter what her own childhood was like. She said, we used to skate outside on a pond and I had a swing made from a tire. It hung from a tree in our front yard. We rode our pony. We picked wild raspberries in the woods and, the, and, and, and made raspberry pie with them. And the little girl was wide-eyed, taking all this in. At last she said, I'd sure wish I'd gotten to know you sooner, Grandma. <laughs> My young grandson called the other day to wish me happy birthday. He asked me how old I was. I told him 62. He was quiet for a minute. Then he asked, did you start at one? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So this was a question that that was uh, posed to children. What is a grandparent? Uh, this was from a group of eight-year-olds. Well, grandparents are a lady and a man who have no little children of their own. They like other people's children. <laughs> uh, 
Grandparents don't have anything to do except be there uh, uh, the, and when we want to see them. And they're so old, they shouldn't play too hard or run. It's good if they drive us to the shops and give us money. And when they read to us, they don't skip. They don't mind if we ask for the same story over again. Grandparents are the only adults who have time. Oh, wow, that's pretty powerful. A six-year-old was asked where, her, where his grandma lived. He said, oh, she lives at the airport. And we, we, we want her, we just go get her. And then when we're done having her visit, we take her back to the airport. <laughs> oh, that's classic. That's awesome. So we've been share, I've been sharing with you about the enemies of prosperity. Uh, and in you know the last couple of uh, uh, sessions, I've shared with you the first enemy is ignorance of the purpose of prosperity. The purpose of prosperity is that you and I be blessed, that we would be a blessing, that we would have bread to meet our needs, but seed to sow, and that, and that we would have enough and extra. It's never enough. If you ever face lack, it's never enough to pray for just enough. Man, that's powerful. Then the second thing is uh, enemy is a spirit of poverty. What I really mean by that is not a, like a little demon on your shoulder. I'm talking about a poverty mentality. Um, it's a mentality or a perspective that you see life through. It's, a, it's glasses that you view life through that says there's not enough. And in the last broadcast, we shared with you how the Lord identified for my wife and I how that because of experiences that we had when we were younger, we allowed a lie to be etched on the canvas of our hearts that said there's not going to be enough. And so I responded to it through uh, just, you know, going out, uncontrolled spending, doing things, buying things uh, excessively. Then my wife responded to that same spirit by hoarding things. And, 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 but God set each of us free. And, you know, when you drive these enemies out, this ignorance of the purpose of prosperity, you drive it out, out of your land. You, you drive this uh, poverty mentality out of your land. I tell you, you're in a position... You're in a position to receive the prosperity God has for you. And I'm just sensing right now, somebody's been really f watching. You're, you're really frustrated. And uh, because, you know, you've heard, you've heard uh, teaching on prosperity before, and primarily it's been in the area of just, you know, if I give, it'll be given back to me. And certainly that's part of it. Uh, or, you know, being a good steward, uh, maybe maybe you've walk, watched uh, or li or listened to teachers who who are talking about stewardship and you know I've done all this I've pushed all the buttons and I've pulled all the levers. Well, listen, it's not just the actions that you're that you're doing; it's the faith that you have in what you're doing, and it's the trust in God in what you're doing. And so we're going to drive the enemies. You know, I encourage you stay with us because uh, we're going we're gonna to drive all the enemies out of your land, out of your heart. And then the only thing's left for you is to really prosper. Where you're going you're gonna to share 
testimony. I encourage you, you know, just go to our website, gregmore.com, and share te- your testimony with us. Uh, we'd love to get on the broadcast and talk about that. So um, the third enemy to prosperity is blindness. And specifically, it's blindness about the Father's care for you and me. It's failure to see God uh, and who He is and what kind of Father we really have. Uh, now again, you know, my parents were divorced when I was eight years old. My dad was not around for us very much. We didn't see him much. My mom moved us from Iowa to Houston, Texas, and so my dad didn't come around much. We might, I may have seen him once a year. And um, so, it, so you may have experienced something similar, and I found it difficult as I, when I first came to the Lord to be able to see God as a good God, as a God who would uh, you know, bless me abund- abundantly and, and, uh, because I didn't have that revelation through my earthly dad. And many times this is a result of you know, family or life experience. Uh, you may have been raised in a very performance-driven or works-oriented environment where you grew to believe that uh, you could never do enough to earn your, your dad's favor. Or you may have been brought up on barely get by street right next to hand-me-down avenue where I was brought up, a place of poverty or lack. And that was your experience. And you allowed that experience to get into your heart where it's hard now for you to see uh, and, and so you're, you're blind. You don't have a revelation of this. And listen, uh, friend, it, it takes a revelation. And, and let me tell you something. Uh, God's not holding out on you. If you'll open your heart up to Him and say, Lord, would you make this real to me? What, what you've made real to Greg, will you, made real, will you make real to me? Uh, and I, I know He'll do that for you. I remember when I was... Uh, we were, and I've shared this in, in other broadcasts when we were talking about healing, but uh, when my son Michael, uh, who today is uh, Andrew Womack's daily television producer and is helping to produce these broadcasts, uh, I held him in my arms when he was 16 months old. And I said, you know, Lord, and he, he had a, a arthritic muscular condition that caused him a lot of pain, and, and the doctor said he would never walk. Again, and he, he may not live past ten years old if this uh, kept if it, if it progressed. And and I I held him in my arms and I li- lifted him up before the Lord and I said, Father, uh, I know Ken, you I know you healed Kenneth Hagen, and you revealed healing to him and and to Oral Roberts and to John Osteen, uh, Joel's dad, who was my pastor and who whose daughter uh, Joel's sister had cerebral palsy and God healed her and I said but this is my baby and would you make it real to me so he can receive the healing that you have for him and he did that for me and so God's not holding out on you uh, it's not about pushing every button and pulling every every lever and doing everything perfect uh, you God wants to remove blindness from your heart, as He's done for my wife and I. 
regarding the Father's care for you. He loves you. Uh, he cares for you. If you care for your children and want them blessed, how much more will your Heavenly Father do for you? And He'll give you, uh, he'll give you this revelation. He'll remove that blindness from you. So too many of us have allowed, have allowed our experiences to shape our view of God and His willingness to shower us with blessing. And so what we've got to do to replace blindness in our heart, blindness of the Father's care for us, is, is we, and, and we need to develop a, a personal revelation of, of the Father and His love for us. Um, Psalm 35, 27 says, Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of His servant. If He has pleasure in the prosperity of His servant, how much more His sons and daughters, you and me? The word prosperity here in the Hebrew is the word shalom, and it means well, happy, friendly, healthy, favored, and at peace. If our own children's welfare, success, and favor, and peace give us pleasure, how much more God with His children, with you and, you and me? One of the Lord's names is El Shaddai. It means more than enough supply. It means the many-breasted one. He never runs out of provision for His children. And Jesus saw His Father in this light, and it gave Him faith to turn the water into wine at, at the wedding at Cana where, where they'd run out of wine. It gave Him faith to feed the 5,000 plus women and children when all they had was five loaves and two fish, was, which was, you know, in the natural, was... A, was you know, sorely inadequate uh, provision and, and, and supply. It gave him faith to heal the lepers and the lame and the paralytics who were beyond medical help because he saw his father as a father of abundance, uh, of abundant care for his children. And if you know that your father loves you, if you, if you know that he cares for you, his, and you know that His resources are unlimited, then your sick days and your broke days are over. If you get a revelation of the fact that your Father loves you and He cares about you, and, and, and you also know that His provision is unlimited, man, you know, prosperity is just, a, is just the fruit of that. Uh, really, that's just... It's just the fruit of understanding that, you know, I mean, just think about it for a moment. What, what, if, you were, uh, what if you were a child or a grandchild of, of uh, some wealthy, you know, some wealthy billionaire? You know, I mean, would you, you know, Bill Gates or, or uh, Mark Cuban or Donald Trump or, you know, li listen, are you, are you really being, are you really going to be concerned about your next meal, or about where you're living? I don't think so. Uh, because you've got, you, you, you know, he's loaded. And, and especially if he loves you, then, then you're, you're, 
days of lack are over. And you and I have to get a vision inside of us of being favored, of being blessed, and being adequately provided for because of our Father. He, look, it's not your job and your bank account. Yeah, you've got to, we, we need to work. We need to do what we're supposed to do. But God's, He's your Father. And we need to get a vision of that. Um, years ago, uh, I, I, you know, I was beginning to get revelation about this, but I was still struggling. Uh, and, and we lived in Houston, Texas at the time. And we were renting. Uh, I was, I was uh, between pastorates. I pastored for three and a half years, and then we had a year and a half where I, was, I, I ran a, I, I had my own uh, consulting business. And we were renting a, a house, and, and we came this month. I mean, you, know, and the, in, you know, you have your own business. There, there are months that are, and weeks that are feast, and some are famine. And, and, uh, and we had a lot of receivables that were supposed to come in, but, uh, but we were two, and a half, two weeks behind on our rent. And we were running out of groceries. And my, uh, the only credit card I had uh, got shut off. And so it was like we were in a, in, a, in a desperate place. And the person we were renting from, we were trying to witness to him. And, um, you know, and so he called me and said, where's the, where's the rent? And I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll get it to you real soon. And I've got receivables coming in anyway. So I, you know, I'm in a desperate place in my prayer life. is like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, you got to come through. And so I went to church that Sunday, and I was looking forward to my pastor sharing. And uh, he had a guest speaker, and it was a woman. And I have no problem with a woman teacher, but I didn't, I had a bad attitude because I wanted to hear my pastor. I didn't want a guest speaker. I knew my pastor would have a word from God for me. And, and, uh, and then the Lord just corrected me, said, now listen, I've got a word for you. And, and so I listened, and, she, and before she started her message, she said, I want you to, before I share today what God put in my heart, I've got a word for someone who's going through a financial battle. And boy, my antennas went up then. And she said, I want you to turn to 1 Timothy 5, verse 8. And then she read it, and it says, But if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those of his own household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an infidel or worse than an unbeliever. And I said, Oh God, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, you're adding insult to injury. It's like, you know, I thought she had a word. She said, wait a minute, wait, wait. She did like this. She said, wait, wait, wait. That's not the word. That's not the word. Here's the word. She says, God lives by this verse too. And she said, you are his own. He is your father. <laughs> He's not an infidel. And he will take care of you. Wow. I didn't hear anything else that she had to say because I was repenting on the inside all of my worry, all of my anxiety about meeting my family's needs, not having enough food, not having enough to pay the rent. And, and I, you know, to be honest, I didn't have a vision of God being my father and caring for me. And then God sent this 
women minister and she went on and taught another message. I never heard another word that she said because I was so focused on this that uh, again, 1 Timothy 5.8, for if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those of his own household, uh, he has denied the faith and worse than an infidel. And she said, God lives by that verse too. Wow. And it was like, man, it was life changing. It was like, you know, okay. And I just went over and over it again because, because this is what she said. You're his, God is your father. You are his own. He's not an infidel. He will take care of you. And I just meditated on it. I kept speaking that. And in fact, I went home that day from church. I told my wife, I said, you know, fix whatever we have left in the pantry for the children because I've got to get a hold of this. I went into the next room and in the bedroom and I just, I just started worshiping God. I said, God, make this real to me. I, 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 I repent for allowing all my anxiety to, to basically come from this place of I was blind about the Father's care for me. And so, man, I started skipping and jumping and praising God. I, I, I said, I'm not coming out of this bedroom until I've got a revelation to this. That God, you're my Father. I'm your own. You're not an infidel. And you will take care of me. And man, I came out of that bedroom higher than a kite and floating on a cloud. I didn't have any more money in my hand, but I finally got that revelation in my heart that God's my Father. He, I, I'm His own. He, he's not an infidel. He's going to take care of me. And the next week, we got a big check, two big checks in the mail, and they were enough and extra. And I'm telling you, God's going to, God, listen, God's going to do the same for you. Galatians 5, 6 says, faith works best. Faith works by love. Uh, faith works best where it's not when you're walking in love where you understand you're loved. You know, I've got 12, I've got four children and 12 grandchildren. And if I called uh, Hannah and Haley today, and I said, you know, Grams and Pop-Up, we're going to take you shopping next weekend. Well, listen, they know their grandparents love them. They call me Pop-Up and Janice Grams. They know their grandparents love them and they believe we're loaded. <laughs> so they're not worried about, about whether we're going to take them shopping. They're, they, they've already got it figured out what, where we're going. When we, we get them in the car, they're going to take us right to where they want to go. Why? Because they know they're loved and they believe we're loaded. Listen, if you belong to Jesus, you're, you, you are His own. You, your Father loves you. And, and He will take care of you. In Matthew 6, Jesus Jesus is talking uh, about finances here. And he said, he said, look, don't worry about what you're going to wear uh, and, and what you're going to drink and, and, and where you're going to live and all that. He said, look, verse 26, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And I ministered a message one time when I was pastoring and I just my hands up and down. I said, look at the birds. Look at the birds. Look at the birds. 
<laughs> and of course, everybody got it. You're probably getting it right now too. You'll remember this message. Look at the birds. Look at the birds. What's significant about that? Because birds don't have jobs. Birds don't have savings accounts. Yet your father, not their father, your father takes care of birds. And you who have the ability to work and save and, and all of that, um, how much more will your father take care of you? <laughs> Man, this is so powerful. This is, this is uh, life changing. Uh, if you get a hold of this, you know, just ask the Lord, God, make this real to me. Just say this with me. You're my father. I'm your own. Uh, you're not an infidel. You will take care of me. If you take care of birds you, and, and they don't have jobs and they don't have savings accounts, it, it's my father that takes care of them. It's your father that takes care of them. Man, your father is going to take care of you. Father, I'm just praying right now that this revelation would just settle down in the hearts of every person that's watching, that you remove this enemy of blindness about your care for them, Father. You, you really are our Father. Give us each a revelation of this. Help us to walk in it, Father, just as you did for me that day, so I impart to you in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wisdom for Living. Today's teaching, Enemies of Prosperity, is available in a five-part CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. On today's broadcast, I mentioned, talked, uh, mentioned about my son Michael's healing, and uh, I've written a book. It's actually a book of, of compilation of categories of Scripture. Uh, this is one of the means and methods that my son was healed uh, on scriptures that we wrote down related to healing. You know, I've got scriptures in here on finances, on raising your children, on, on health and, and uh, uh, peace and joy and so many other uh, things, emer dealing with emergencies and sleep. Uh, I encourage you to, uh, you know, this will be part of what we offer uh, in this, this week's broadcast, so today's broadcast, if you just go online and uh, uh, gregmore.com and, and we'll, along with the product order of, our, of this week's broadcast, we'll uh, all send this book to you free of charge. God bless you. Today when you order Enemies of Prosperity in either CD, DVD, or USB, Pastor Greg will give you a free copy of his book, scriptures to live by. In this book, Greg has compiled an arsenal of scriptures in 41 essential categories that will arm you to successfully conquer life's difficulties. Speak the word over your circumstances. Go to gregmore.com and get your free copy of scriptures to live by when you order enemies of prosperity today. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. 
Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. God only knows He owes your heart when He becomes your treasure instead of your money or your bank account or your savings. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.